0: is Sunday, October 22nd, 2023. It's the Ob Daily Podcast. I'm your host, it's always Adam Martin. I'll be joined by Big Marcel in just a second. He just, uh, it's going to be a minute or two, but he's coming on. We're going to recap UFC 294. Looking forward to talking about the fights with you guys. Everything that happened yesterday at UFC 294. Big head kick knockout by Islam Mahashev in the main event. Really good fight between Hamzad and Usman in the co-main event. And then... Uh, This doctor that I just want to slap across the forehead, guy's a fucking piece of shit. So we'll talk about this fucking asshole doctor in a second too, but um, let's get some comments. We've got Bircher here. What's up, brother? How you doing, Bircher? Glenn, you know, Glenn, again, Marcel asked me to do it this morning, and you were the first guy I thought about because, like, I I know you don't love the Sundays, but it just worked out that we were going to do it today, especially because there's no preview to do. Like, I don't need an extra day of research, so it just made more sense. I'm glad glad to have you here, Glenn. We, We love you, buddy. Joe, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? true's in the chat too true how you doing man how was your night brother did you uh did you fall asleep eight o'clock right after the car finished or was it six o'clock your old 50 year old bones true no i'm just joking brother um no good to have you guys here we're gonna be like i said recapping the car just waiting for marcel he'll be here in a minute guys um don't want to get too too much without him um we me just must yeah he's he's gonna join us in a second here um but yeah there's a lot to talk about obviously guys there there's definitely a lot to talk about um Let's go to some other comments here. Yeah, no, it was a, this was a good one because uh the card ended at I want to say it was like five o'clock our time, guys. And then I think I took a nap. Oh, I watched Dana's press conference, and then I took a nap, and I I woke up and like it was still like a night to like do something with. So it was, you know, I I prefer it like this personally, guys. I prefer the the early morning cards, the afternoon cards personally. Like I know it's not gonna ever go that way, but I I when it's in Europe or, or whatever, like I, I think it's a kind of a break for us personally over here. You get another chance to do something at night. Yeah, go Phillies It's gonna be a rematch show. It's gonna be Phillies and, and Astros once again, brother. Um Patrick, what's up, man? I saw you were at CES, Patrick. How was that? That's awesome. Charles Rosa got the win there. Funny, I almost called him Charles Hosa just now, because <laughs> Carol Hosa, but I saw he got a win and Don chance lost. That's pretty cool you went there, man. Zach, what's up, brother? How's it going? Your do you guys think Vogel has We'll talk about him in a second. There he is, Mr. Big Marcel. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? How are you feeling?
1: Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I had to take a shit. So, yeah.
0: yeah I, I, <laughs> I just wrote that in Discord. I was like, I think Big Marcel is taking a big shit right now. That's why he's late. But uh, enjoying this, guys. There you go. He unloaded. Did
1: you have last night lasagna? Was that what it was? Yeah, man, I had lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was good, but the thing is, always, you know, when you have to do something like a podcast uh, or whatever, and you haven't been going yet, I get the feeling it's always when you get started. Uh, if you have something to do, you have to go, man. So, super annoying. And I had to oh, go, shit. man, you know, because the thing we have two back to back
0: podcasts, so I cannot yeah, wait. I know. so yeah i'm sorry guys (laughs) no you're you're good like you messaged me marcel (laughs) marcel texted me this morning on whatsapp and i was i was taking my own number two i had a meatball sub last night for dinner so i was in there for a while too so we're we're both unloaded guys we're ready to go we should be i'm not having a hot coffee i'm having a cold coffee today so hopefully that doesn't uh make me run into the thing but anyways yeah we're gonna we're gonna uh preview or recap umc 294 and then we'll we'll do a short podcast after just a short one. Do some fight notes and, and questions and stuff. Let's we'll make some more comments. CS was awesome. Yeah, that's very cool, Patrick. I saw you in the cage side seats. Eh? that's pretty sick. Marcel didn't wait because he didn't have to make his wait. He uh, didn't want to make his uh, way
1: Bro, I never understand how you have to have those people who go to the toilets, you know you got they do number two, and they are back within 50 seconds. I like, how the hell did you do that? You
0: know, yeah, I don't want to you know, know actually. Uh, <laughs> do you guys use toilet paper there, or do you use like those that Whatever that bevee thing or whatever it is that like shoots the water up. What do you guys use there?
1: We are like, uh, you know, my, my dad's from Indonesia, right? So we have like just a toilet, but we have water bottles uh, at the toilet to uh, clean your uh, your behind.
0: What's that am I thinking of the wrong what's that thing called it? Like it's like a water you sit on when you're in Europe and stuff. Oh bidet. that's what it's called. I said bidet. I, I, I wish we <laughs> had that word. here, man.
1: That's that's mm-hmm. great. I had it when I was in, when I was on vacation in Spain. We had that, man. That's it's amazing, you know. I wish everybody had that, you know?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um let's get some comments here. Got credentials last minute. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I say let's get into the card, guys. So we we'll do UFC two ninety-four recap. Um pull up here. Yeah, I mean, overall, what do you think of the card? It was kind of a shit show, right? Like, overall? What do you say, Marcel, it was, it was kind of a fucking shit show, like, overall? Like, I'm not saying it was a bad card, it, but it, I feel like it was kind of underwhelming just because of some of the stuff that happened. What you, do you think?
1: I mean, there were some fun fights on it, you know, but yeah, indeed, man. Some questionable uh, things happened. Also, I don't think, I think the prelims were really low level, a few yeah. fights, you know, and uh, I hear many people saying it was an amazing card, but most of those people who say that only was the main card, I feel like, uh, because the prelims yeah, it was kind of sucky, you know. The main card was was okay, I think. You know, I still think, uh, yeah. I mean, for me, man, that Walker and Kalaya fight it sucks so much. You know, we yeah, will we'll talk, talk about, about that later. A but yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We got thirteen fights. Let's get into it. So main event: Islam Mahashab knocks out Alexander Volkov and the head kick in the first round. I mean, I just didn't see it coming like this. Like, Islam's amazing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I took a shot at Volk. It is what it is. Again, the short notice was definitely a factor, I think. Um, but regardless, Islam's the better fighter. He's proven that now with two two wins over him, right? So, I mean, the guy's amazing. Four, he's got 14 straight wins. 13 yeah. straight wins. Yeah, 13, 13 straight, and he's, got, he's got an extra one, right? So he's got – he's a 14-1 and one in the UFC now. He hasn't lost since 2015. He's pretty incredible, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, the guy I, – I had my doubts about him, at like, a couple of years ago, I would say. And then once he started fighting those better guys like Hooker and – and, and green and all there. Then I started to, to, to realize like this guy's really good. And um yeah, man, I mean, this was, this was his best performance. Yeah. I got the bonus for that three straight bonus performances by him. He's actually finished one, two, three, four, five, six of his last seven fights have ended with him finishing the fight. That's pretty amazing. So he's great. Uh, we'll talk about Volk too uh cr- all credit to the guy fly across the world on short notice to take this fight against someone that no one really wanted to fight. You no know, loses. Um I don't think he'll be he'll be at one fifty five anytime soon he's gonna go back to one forty five and probably still be dominant there, although you know, obviously he did take some damage in this fight, which is concerning going forward because uh he's supposed to fight in two months, right? Or three months from now. Um in Toronto. I don't and see it. Like, sorry, go ahead.
1: I don't see it happening. Definitely not with the cut he has above his eye. So. And he I don't took think some so damage. Either.
0: Not I don't please. think so. I, it's going to be Max and Tapuri. I think, right? Like, I mean, you
1: guys better hope it's Max Tapuri, and they don't put Pena Pennington there. You
0: know? I'm I, I talking to James Lynch, our good friend. I think he's going to fly down, and he's going to stay with me for a day or something. But uh for that card, and I'm like praying. I'm like James, I hope we get a good a good card because if it's Pennington Pena, like it's it kind of sucks. I I mean, obviously, he's still going to go personally, but yeah. that fight would suck. Anyways, I want to hear your thoughts on it.
1: I mean uh what can you say you know uh islam uh, knocked uh tk we should say tk i think it was knocked out, but tko'd him officially um yeah i mean i picked islam but didn't see it coming this way you know uh, i thought he would uh, probably get a submission uh but uh, not not the tk or ko um yeah man i mean um people not gonna say like um folk at short notice and that's true you know that's definitely true but the thing is. And I understand from Volk's perspective that he takes the fight, but maybe he should have never taken this fight, you know, in my opinion, on 10 days. And the thing is, this fight was always there, you know, this fight uh, deserved a proper lead up, in my opinion. This fight deserved full training camp, and now it's over. And Makachev did what he had to do, and he did it well, you know, Uh, all credits to him. Um... And in my opinion, it's first round, so we can of listen, if it's if it happens in the fourth or fifth round, people will say like, yeah, but Volk had uh, limited, uh, how do you say that, limited preparation for this. Now it's the first round, now it's less like that. And the thing is, we won't see this fight again, probably, because it's now 2-0, you know. Um, yeah. like I said, man, well done by, by Makashev, you know, he pretty much, he had a lot of pressure on him. Uh, I don't say Volk didn't have any pressure on him, but Makashev had a lot of pressure on him. And... uh he rose to the occasion, so I mean, yeah, very well done, uh, just very well done, you know, I mean Volkanovsky is a great fighter, lots of respect for him, I don't think it's smart to come back in January already, but hey man, that's not my decision, um, but um, yeah, we'll see, you know, Makachev apparently said that he wants to come back in December, um, but yeah, I, I think he wants the, the winner of that, uh, of uh, Edward's Covington fight. I'm, I'm not, I'm actually not, I listen, to you guys though so I love Makhachev, but I'm not cool with that, actually. Uh, I think there's a lot of challenges still for him at lightweight, although I don't see anybody beating him right now. But still, you know, he only fought actually two guys at lightweight, and that's Oliveira and Volkanovski, and Volkanovski's actual featherweight. The yeah. funny thing yeah. is that ac- actually... Bobby Green is now also ranked, so he got the more. Uh, I think Dober is ranked. Drew Dober too, as well, yeah. Yeah. So
0: Drew Dober, yeah. Actually, and okay, that's, that's Hocker ranked too, man. I mean, and Sarukian, so he got more ranked it's, wins. Oh yeah, Terrible yeah. Armin too. That's another way. That was at Armin's debut, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, he has one, two, three, four, five win- ranked wins at lightweight, and then the two at featherweight with, with both. I mean, that's it's crazy actually. Good. It's yeah, oh, good. of course. It's listen, really man, <laughs> I think
1: he's—I think he's amazing. You know,
0: uh, yeah,
1: he's good, man. Uh, uh, all credits, you know, and Volkanovsky, Listen, man, also all credits to Volkanovsky. He he took the fight ten days notice, came to Abu Dhabi, came up short against a world-class fighter. It happens, and now we will go through uh, further at featherweight, which is cool as well. You know, make your legacy bigger at featherweight. Yeah, uh, be the get get to the listen, man. He's still second place to me, in the GOAT status. I know you differ with me on that opinion. That's okay. But uh, for me, listen, with two more wins at featherweight, he he can claim himself to be the GOAT, you know? So uh, maybe he can already for a lot of people. So, I mean, um, I don't see any bad thing here for Volkanovski. The only thing is, like, he's not going to get another shot at 155 title as long as Makachev will be the champion. So, yeah.
0: Well, Volk is 13 and O at featherweight, oh and yeah. two at lightweight, 13 and 0 and he does have one win over uh, Aldo and three over Holloway. That's why I think he is the best Featherweight, you know. And I know he'd be a diminished Aldo, I get that. So if you want to say Aldo, but I think he's above max, man. I, I do because oh yeah, he beat, I, I, he beat him I, three times. Oh, okay. You think Aldo's I, number one, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, that's fair. Because again, I was actually at that fight in Brazil, and that, that version of Aldo was just that was like a very depleted version of him, you know. Did you ever win yeah. Actually, no, that to be fair, he actually won a couple of fights after that, although. But still, yeah, I know what you're saying. He wasn't the yeah, same. Yeah, right?
1: it's 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 a legacy thing, you know, it's like how many title defenses you have, you know. Yeah, and people will say, yeah, people will say Volkanovsky beat better competition. You know, the thing is for me, is like it is difficult to to compare eras. And at the same time, uh I, I would say this the great the greatest of all time is still Aldo at further win for me, the best probably. Of all time is Volkanovsky by the way. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. That is
0: by the way. So um, I, I'm not including the WEC right now, but seven UFC title defenses for, mm-hmm. for, for Aldo, seven, yeah. five for Volk. So he, he yeah, still have cool. time to do more, yeah. right? So if he goes and he beats Taparia, he beats I don't know Evloev. Like, how do you deny him, right? But again, for sure. Right now, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Honestly, Marcel, you can make an argument either way for any of those three guys. Really, you could. You know? I'm
1: cool with it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Because like Max knocked out Aldo twice too, right? So you can make the argument for him again. I just think Volk's a great player. I actually thought Volk looked really good, guys, for the first couple of minutes. Like he was stuffing those takedowns. He looked really strong um, against the fence. And then you know, one thing Islam did well, he got that that high plum. Bro, he's so strong. Like he couldn't Volk could not break that plum, and then all of a sudden he gets kicked, kicked in the fucking head, knocked out. So yeah, it was amazing. I don't know if you saw after they like uh, they were in the backstage. You see that video yeah. where uh, okay, that was cool. I, they respect each other that's what i love about these two guys they like always did they always did you know and you got to love it cuz it's the highest level of the sport like these guys are so fucking elite yeah you know what man like <clears throat> i wish it was a full camp cuz i think it would have played a little differently but regardless he's has two wins over him and Like you said, it's going to take a long time for both to get that third shot. So
1: yeah, I mean, Alex is a real like laid laid back guy, and he just says how he thinks. And with Makachev, if he is like trash talk a little bit, you see him a little bit smiling, and you already know like I'm just doing this a little bit for the show, but he doesn't mean anything about it, you know. And you see, before listen, before the fight, they tried a little bit hype it up a little bit, but they are professionals and they are super cool with each other. I feel so they are just competitors, you know, to the highest level. So yeah.
0: Now, I was looking at some comments and, and, you know, this one, what's up, Sergio? It's a little bit, I would say, controversial because some people are disagreeing. And, and I, I don't think he's done either. Here's the thing. Like, he took a shot to the head, like, right to the, the temple. He, he got yeah. rocked. It's not like he got hit in the – people are saying his chin – not not you, Sergio, but a lot of people I saw on Twitter like, oh, his chin's gone now. His chin's gone. He didn't get hit in the chin. <laughs> he got hit right here, like, in the temple. That's the part where you get like rocked, Marcel, and you you start to stop. Remember when Cain Velasquez and JDS fought the first time? Yeah, the first got, time, yeah. He Got hit here, yeah. right, and he went down. Yeah. It was, so that's a different spot, right? Like, and Cain went and and destroyed a bunch of guys after that. So I'm just saying, like, I'm not ready to write him off. He's not a lightweight, guys. He's five foot what six? He's five six. He's just such a great fighter that he was able to overcome that size disadvantage and make that first fight so close. Like, yeah. if there's a different champion, if it's honestly, guys. And I love Gaethje, but like if Gaethje's the champ right now, I'm pretty sure Volk beats him. Oliveira too, I love Oliveira, but I think Volk could beat him too. Islam just is the better fighter. He has his number and and you know, I'm not gonna argue otherwise. Uh, da, 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 da. let's get some comments here. If Volk fights in January using Iliad. So so would he, I think we kind of agree that he should take some time off, but I also saw the interview, Marcel, where he said he just like goes crazy if he's not fighting and he wants to keep fighting like often, you know. But like yeah, but, he just fought three months ago too. Like he's fought three times this year. Like he needs to chill the fuck out, I think. A little and bit this
1: too. is a dangerous thing, you know, and I that's know. why you need you need good coaching behind you. You know, you need to get these guys need to tell him, like, dude, you fought in July, you yep. took a short notice out on ten days. You got knocked out in the first round you know yeah. take some time off dude Do listen man go enjoy your family you got a newborn daughter it, you know baby. Take some time off. yeah <laughs> take some time off listen and that's no no hit on volk at all you know no. we both we both love volk and we have the best uh thoughts about him you know oh, yeah. and after a, a knockout like this or a tk whatever you want to call it after you got stopped in the first round like this Dude, take some time off, and it. I know it's yeah. really easy for me to say, you know, from from behind the screen, but it's meant with all the best, the best ideas. You know what I mean? I mean, Volk has been so active, you know, and he's been such a good fighter, has been such a good champion at featherweight. He still is, you know, and a great competitor at lightweight. Yeah. Dude, take a few few months off, uh, re- prepare for for your next featherweight title fight, and and Ilya can wait, you know. I, I mean fuck do it in march do it in april you know they're probably not going to australia in february you know do the march Do it in april we don't have to see it in january you know and i understand for the canadian fans they're now like Motherfucker. but you know l- listen let's do an interim title fight you know between max and, and ilia if that makes sense you know but the thing is when vol comes back he might have to fight max for the fourth time I <laughs> so it's like um what do you want but uh, we'll see you know i i still think that um, that that you would probably do. I I would love to see Toporio Avloev, but I understand that Avloev isn't there yet because he doesn't have that marquee win at 145 yet. But I would love to see that. But uh, yeah, if not Max, listen, man. The, the problem with Max is we saw him three times against Volk, and the thing is, like, he's three and zero oh, and three against Volk. In my opinion, should have been one and uh, one and two, but officially it's zero and three. You know, so oh, it's okay. it's a hard sell.
0: He should have won the second fight on Fire Island. I think most people agree with that. Um, anyway, they were good with the main event here. Uh, here's I was taking this question. Uh, Mikheyev, I, I think I thought he made way fine, didn't he? Makayev, you saw him with the, the, thing,
1: the thing with Mokayev is that he he stood on the i think he he had to undress and he got the, the in the box, you know, yes. and yes. Then he went on the on the scale. And then I think the guy said uh, 120, 126, and he was like looking like this, and he was like. Oh yeah, I saw I, that. Yeah, yeah. But I felt like he was overplaying it a little bit. You know, that was sure. my opinion. But I know many people thought that Makayev thought that he was overweighted. But in my opinion, I mean, he overplayed it. But I don't it's know. Possible.
0: I remember when GSP fought Nick Diaz in Montreal, mm-hmm. and I want to say he came in at one seventy point two or something. Like it was, yeah, it was like that. And, and there was, remember that? There was that controversy back then. Yeah. They said, oh, like you know, he's fine. But like people said, he came in, you know, point two was it ounces or mm-hmm. whatever over. So.
1: Remember the Khabib one against Gaethje where yeah.
0: he, <laughs> he stood on the thing. Click, which
1: 155.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. All right. Let, <laughs> excuse me. Let's get to the next fight. Hamzat Shumayev defeats Kamara Usman. Majority decision. Scorecards: 29-27, 29-27, 28-28. I had it 29-27. And I, I saw Gaethje going off on Twitter saying, like, how did they find, get a 10-8 round? It's like, dude, the first round was 10-8. It was 10-8. Here, I'm going to go by the numbers here, guys. Again, significant strikes only 16 to 3, but the, the strike total was 61 to 5 and four and a half minutes of control time with two two takedowns and a submission attempt. He had his back the entire time going for the rear naked joke. That's a 10-8 round. Like again, it's effective striking and grappling. So to me, that's 10-8. The second round I gave to Usman, he actually gave out strike uh Hamza. There was like not as much uh, grappling in that round. Third round, I thought Usman was winning it until like the last two minutes of it where Hamza got that dominant position on the ground. And again, it's effective striking and effective grappling. So I could see someone giving that round to, to Usman. One of the judges did, right? So I could see a, a a draw here. I could like one of the judges had it. I don't I don't think it's the worst scorecard. I don't, I don't I didn't have it that way. I had it twenty nine, twenty-seven though, for for Hamza. It was a good fight. Hamza didn't look the best. Um, he looked good in the first great in the first round, and then you know, he started getting tired. Same thing happening against Gilbert Burns, right? Like, they always talk about how this guy's like a cardio machine, but like, I I don't know, man. I'm not seeing it in the two fights that went the distance. He's never been tested in five rounds. He has an amazing ground game. We know that. Um, uh, Let me, I'll let you talk in a sec, but I was going to say, like, Usman, I thought, like, overachieved her, like, a little bit in a good way, you know, because most people thought he was going to get smoked and he went the distance. And I thought Usman looked good and, I tweeted this yesterday. Like, I don't think there's ever been a fighter in the UFC that's lost two straight majority decisions. Like, I don't think that's ever happened. Like, majority decision happens, like, once or twice a year in the UFC. Like, they're very rare. Or I shouldn't say that. Like, maybe, like, five times overall. Like, it's very rare. They're, yeah. I, I feel like they're rarer than a draw, to be honest with you, Marcel. So, the fact he's lost two straight by a majority decision to two elite fighters in Usman and or in Edwards and, and Chamaya. I, I don't think it says a, a, a lot about Usman. I think Usman's still at the top of this game man. I think he looked good in this fight, personally, especially on short notice. Like, especially when you think about that, like I don't think this was Tom's best performance by any means. You know, I thought he had a great post-fight speech. Like, you know, all respect to him for that, but it just wasn't his best performance. And one thing I'll say is too, like, again, he still has not been tested for five rounds. Like, you know, people criticize Sean Strickland; they say he had an undeserved title shot right against Israel. But like, I was looking at his record tape. Sean had been in five five-round fights, five of them, and four of them went the full five rounds. So he had so much experience going the distance. Like, if Hamzat fights Strickland next, which Dana says is next, Hamzat's going to be favored to win that fight. But, like, I'm not 100% convinced. Like, definitely Strickland could get taken down, subbed quickly. There's no doubt. I know they've trained together, and Strickland's talked about how strong Jamayev is, and maybe that's what happens. But, like, Marcel, if he doesn't sub him in the first round, I think Strickland could end up coming back and win that fight. Like, Strickland just destroyed Izzy, guys. Like, don't completely write him off. I also think that to Duplassi should get the next title shot. I don't think Hamzat should get it. I think Hamzat... Needs a fucking actual win at middleweight before he gets the title shot. Whereas, Drake is his what fought, like, what, seven straight contenders, including Robert Whittaker, and fucking knocked him out. So, that's what I thought from this fight. Like, it was, I thought it was a pretty good fight. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it was the best we've seen to my event. I actually think they're doing a disservice to him by giving him a title shot. I think he should get one more tough fight in the top five against a really good guy. Like, let me look at the rankings right now. Like, even... um cannoneer like why not do that fight can a great fighter Cannonier's like the gatekeeper to the belt right now he's right there he's below but i know he beat strickland but right now on, on paper he's one step below him i think that should be the fight instead marcel personally i i just don't know if beating a, a diminished juiceman on short notice is the is the right fight that gets you a title shot when there's other guys like Drakus who deserve it a bit more that's just my opinion give me your thoughts about everything man go ahead
1: first of all, Catanera is booked against Dolice on December 2nd.
0: Oh, that's uh, official. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. my bad. So um, but let's start with Justin Gagey for the beginning. So he goes to Twitter and people are like, dude, this is a 10-8 round to round one. You can go score it. And he's like, No, you can't, you clown, blah, blah, blah. But I'm biased. Don't get to fucking Twitter discussing with people when you're biased, you know. I mean so stupid but hey i have all respect for Gage but that's just stupid and fighters do it often you know i'm biased but i'm going to discuss why are you going to discuss with people when you're biased i don't get that um the fight yeah 10 round first round in my opinion for hamzat uh second and third round not a lot happened you know it was super i think it was close you could go score 28 28 you could score 29 27 would be cool with all of that um you said great interview from hamzat. You probably didn't hear the translation what he said in Russian afterwards. I didn't. Um, I just
0: heard the English. I thought he had a good message to to the the world. The English was a good
1: message, but the Russian he he pretty much said like to to give him a rifle to go to Palestine and to. to I didn't hear that. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah. uh, Listen, man, I I feel the same way like you. You know, Drickus has uh has has better wins in my opinion yeah. at middleweight, you know. And yeah. the thing is like uh they do him comes out of disservice the if they put him in the title fight now because imagine Sean Strickland comes out of the first round, you know. He might be in trouble. You know what I mean. And the thing is, like, why not rebook the Paulo Costa fight? I have no problem with that at all. I think that would make sense if Paulo is healthy. The only thing is, like, Paulo is a super liability all the time. You know, if he if he comes to the fight or not. So, yeah. I don't know. But him with someone else, you know, I think Rick is deserves the title shot. I like out a lot. I think he's an amazing talent. Oh, but yeah. the thing is. He will get there somehow, you know, but Drickus deserves it. And for somehow, the UFC is upset with Drickus for not taking the fight against Izzy. While well, he was injured, what the hell, dude? Do you want to have to repeat of Sterling against TJ Dillashaw? I don't understand why they are so upset with him, you know? I don't it's get like, it either. Dan yeah. just
0: is pissed at him for several. And I don't get it because, I guess, I don't know, they wanted to do that fight with Izzy and they thought it would be better than the Strickland fight. But, like, I think Strickland winning was wasn't a bad thing. Like, Strickland's become, like, super popular. He's, like... He's like the people's champion, right? Because he, yeah, he's they like an everyday guy. Right. They don't
1: want him as a champion.
0: you know? I know that's, they don't. That's why they want him to fight Holmesek because they think exactly smoking. I think that's everyone been, knows that.
1: It's also because Disney is behind UFC as well. They don't want Strickland as a champion. You know, I
0: want him as a I, champ. I love yeah, him as a
1: champion. I, I like him as well. I think it's funny as fuck. You know what I mean? But I mean, but the thing is, I'm I'm not like offended so quickly. That's yeah. that's probably why I don't care. You know. But sure. uh yeah, I mean i don't understand the hate from the ufc torres drick is, you know it's super weird and i think comes up beat welterweight a guy who came to welterweight usman the former champion yet yeah, through yeah. but it wasn't super convincing besides that first round was convincing but the second and, th- and third weren't you know yeah. so for me he needs another fight you know i think many people will disagree with that but i think he needs another fight and uh yeah, we'll see what happens
0: Fair enough. By the way, can you retweet the podcast? Because uh, maybe we'll get some more people jumping. In. Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah.
0: If you, were, you were taking a shit. It's okay. Yeah, I was wiping uh, my ass. <laughs> no, because we're going to talk about this doctor in a second here. But yeah, just going back to the co-main event, like, some people are talking about the fight. Like, if it was five rounds, I do think Usman would have won a five round fight. I really do. Even on short notice, guys, it appeared he had much better cardio. It, it appeared that way. So. Again, I, good for Hamzat. He's still got the undefeated or 13-0, but like, let's be honest, guys. When he has fought these elite guys like Burns and Usman, he hasn't been at his best. Like They've been good fights. He's always had good fights, but again, when he doesn't have that you know, massive grappling advantage, which he didn't in those two fights because those guys are fucking amazing on the ground and wrestling – you know, if he's not fine, okay. Look, if you look at his resume, again, I don't want to diminish his resume too much, but like the John Phillips guy is not in the UFC. Reese Mc, McKee's back in the UFC, but he's, you know, 0 3, I think. Gerald Mearshark's a guy that, you know, is a gatekeeper. Lee Jingliang is a good fighter, but again, kind of a gatekeeper. Holland is an undersized, you know, guy, especially at that, what was the catch weight of 180. And then Burns, again, you know, he's a, he's a guy that used to fight at lightweight. And Usman, again, you know, this is at middleweight. Alms had time to put the weight on. Usman didn't and he barely won the fight, so I just, I, when he first came to the UFC three years ago, it's crazy he came three, it's, you know what I was thinking about yesterday, guys, like COVID and fight, that was like three years ago, like, the last three years has gone by really fast, especially for me with everything that's going on on my life, like, it's just gone by so fast, and it's like, that guy that came in the UFC that we all were tweeting about, holy shit, this is the next champion, like he's gonna get a shot at it, I just, I don't know if he's as good as I first thought, that's all I'm gonna say, like, as he stepped up against these guys like Burns and Usman, he's shown a lot of holes in his game, in my opinion. So, we'll do still a great fighter, don't get me wrong, but I'm always convinced about how good he is as, a, as I once was. Alrighty, I think we should get on to this next fight, guys. By the way, we got our boy Octron updates here. What's up, man? Trying to get as many comments, guys. There's so many, but uh, it seems like you guys are enjoying the chat today, which is good. All right. Let's get to the next fight. Magomed and Kulia. And Johnny Walker go to a no contest. Illegal knee by Ankalaya. First off, I kind of feel like he should have been disqualified, personally. Um, I think it was a pretty clear, you know, knee on the ground by Johnny Walker. This wasn't like the one with Makayev and Ellie where they went to the replay and his knee wasn't down. His knee was down. It was pretty obvious, and he couldn't continue. Now, that's why I would I would have leaned toward a DQ. I know, um, what's his name? Conor McGregor is on Twitter saying, why isn't this DQ, right? This is his boy, Johnny Walker, right? Because John Kavanaugh trains them regardless i mean no contest is fine because now they can just run it back i'm hoping they could run it back at 296 i'm hoping marcel i don't know if that's possible but that's what i'm hoping one in vegas at the end of the year or in toronto like i think either of those cards because we need to see this fight again i don't think we need to break it up i think the fight was interesting for as long as it lasted it looked like ankle was in control of it but it just didn't last that long now let's get let's get to the doctor now this guy is a <laughs> this guy's a fucking piece of shit. I'm gonna say that right now. Earlier, <laughs> earlier in the card, he's a fucking asshole. Earlier in the card, during the fight with um oh god. Oh yeah, with uh, yeah, with Henry and We saw what happened there. We'll talk about that fight in a second. But I tweeted saying this guy is the fucking menace. This guy needs to be removed from the card. Dana needs to go to the Ocarina and take him away. Like that that referee in Fight Island with the Benoit St. D fight with uh Elias Remember Dana's like we removed him immediately? Like they took yeah. the ref out. Now, I get it. Maybe they only had one doctor working the event, which is crazy to think about, considering how <laughs> much money is poured into Out, out. Yeah, I would have banished this guy to the fucking shadow realm, dude. Like, like someone should have sent him there. <laughs> um, this was botched. I actually watched a video last night on YouTube of some doctor. Can't remember the guy's name, but he's like a doctor, and he t- he talks about he was talking about like the concussion test, and he said that it wasn't done properly. He said he said basically, first off, there's a new rule now where. They're allowed to take the full five minutes yeah. and then assess the guy. So he was hit with an illegal knee, that's very clear. And like a minute into it, he's sitting there going, Johnny, what country are you in? I'll be <laughs> honest, with myself. First off, Johnny Walker doesn't speak English the best. I mean he's good at it, but he's not, it's not his first language, Portuguese, right? And then and then you know he's in a fight, and then he's like, What country are you in? I would have said Abu Dhabi, I would have failed the test. <laughs> they would have sent me to the shadow realm. Listen. <laughs> Marcel, you're in a fucking fight. You're asking a guy that doesn't speak English first language, what country are you in? He says, I'm in the desert. I don't think that was a bad answer. I don't think that showed that he was concussed, you know? I think they should have given him the full five minutes. It looked like he was ready to go after a couple minutes after that. Um, I just think that that's not proof that he was like, concussed necessarily. Um, I don't feel like the doctor should have rushed to stop the fight so soon. Like, it was very, very quick, Um they, they both, both, those guys wanted to keep fighting. There was no reason this fight couldn't have kept kept happening, in my opinion. One thing I hate about MMA is like when they do stop these fights, like they can't restart them. I hate that. I wish they could. Um, I get it. You want to err on the side of caution, guys. Like, understand that I do get that, especially from a doctor's point of view. But I just think this doctor is a fucking idiot. I don't think he did the test properly. I think earlier in the car, where he told Victor Henry, You he didn't get kicked in your balls when he clearly got you know, like the cop went and smashed his balls. I was really pissed, Marcel, and I actually put a tweet out. It has, like, 2,000 likes. Like, it has, like, 1,000. Yeah, tweet I I don't saw tweet. that. Like, everyone is, like, looking <laughs> at the tweet. Because later on, they're saying, like, you know, he's fine. Like, I don't know, man. I want to hear your thoughts on it. For me, I was fucking angry. I hate this dog. I want to slap this fucking guy across the face. Give me, your, give, me your, give me your thoughts. I'm so pissed right now, guys, honestly. because <laughs> This could have been such a good fight. Yeah, this guy ruined it for everyone. You know?
1: So I feel like, let's start with the fight. You know, uh, Ankalaev had some good luck. Uh, Walker had some good luck kicks on Ankaliyev. but I felt like, you know, and then Ankalaev hit him on, on, in the stomach, you know, or, or in, in the body, and Walker uh, reacted to that. And the thing is, with Walker... I was like, when he reacted like that, it's like, do you act like you're hurt or are you actually hurt, you know? And then when Ankalaev went after him, he he tr- he tried to, came in with a flying knee and he got pretty much taken yeah. his back, you know, from yeah. that. So he was playing possum pretty much, you know, and I was like, that's an amazing idea after you fought, you saw Kutulaba against Ankalaev won. But, um, you know, he did that. Uh, Ankalaev hit him with the illegal knee. I don't think it, w- listen, I'm an amateur. I don't feel it was that hard, but it was... He, he hit him clearly, you know, so the referee came in between, which was okay. And uh, he, he put them to neutral corner. And then the, the doctor came in after one minute, like you said, and he started asking him questions and I had the feeling like Walker was still like uh, trying to to get himself going. You know what I mean? He was like just focusing and uh, the doctor keep asking him stuff. And apparently when the doctor asked him, do you know where you are? and or And he probably said the desert. Which well, is actually, what, what is it wrong, you know? But uh, probably the doctor can't take a joke. But um, then uh, he went to the referee. He's like, no, he cannot continue. And I think that Walker heard, like, yeah, he can continue. So he, when the, when the referee waved it off, in his opinion, was like, we can't go further. So he want to go further. The referee said, like, no, I stopped the fight. What stopped the fight, you know? Yeah. So it was really weird. The thing is that for me, listen, guys, I know it was an illegal knee. I wouldn't have liked the DQ, but I also, listen, I also wouldn't be cool with a TKO win for Uncle I, for people would have said. Boat not cool with, I'm cool with the no contest, you know? We can see it again. The shitty thing is what, I, what Adam says in MMA, you cannot restart it once it is waved off, you know? And I think the referee waved it off way too quick, you know? Yeah, yeah. He asked he the doctor, okay? But why not first ask the fighter what's up, you know, and then go to yeah. the doctor? Because the ref that, does
0: make the final decision, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, but-
1: um, yeah, it was just weird, you know. And uh, then Dana had to call in the case to uh, to to a little bit uh, get get a little bit more quiet. Walker was really upset, and I understand for Walker's point of view. I also understand for Ankeliev's point of view, you know. Although he was the one who threw the illegal knee, but uh, it's super upsetting, you know. After a draw, now getting a no contest, and for Walker, it also it also sucks, you know. So yeah, you can keep listen. after the UFC, it's maybe even better. You know, because for the simple reason that, what would you do with Ankalaev or Walker when they're winning this one? You know, so now you get the the year against Alex Wright, the winner of that one likely fights Jamal Hill next. You know, and then, so if I was the UFC, I put this one in Canada, and I also do that for you and James, but I would put this in Canada. You know, and uh,
0: yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I agree. I think they should, like I said, two ninety six or two ninety seven. They gotta run it back quick. All right, go to the next fight. Ikran Alskarov knocks out Warley Alves, flying knee, and then punches. Yeah, he looked amazing again. Like, you know, Warley stepped up on Shortos Rose, up a weight class. And I hope they give Warley one more fight. He's eight and seven in the UFC. I think because he took this on short Rose, I would give him one more, you know, especially at Middleweight where he looked like he bumped up a bit. But yeah, Ikram. Ikram's legit, man, I, I think. And, you know, again, we need to see him fight the top guy. He was supposed to fight um, Nazargin Imavov, Didn't happen. I say rebook the fight. You like that too? Rebook it. Oh, yeah,
1: why not? Makes sense. You know, makes a lot of sense. I, I felt like the Alex Kirov got tagged by a shot from Alves, but he immediately reacted and flying knee, put him on his ass, knocked him out, TKO'd him. Yeah, great win. You know, he had a fun uh, post fight interview with uh, with my colleague Neil from uh, Discovery Plus. He um, Neil interviewed him, and uh, those guys from Discovery Plus, they always uh, uh, take a treat to the post fight interview. So they had, uh, do you know what a stroke waffle is?
0: Um, it's like a cookie or something, kind of. Yeah, thing.
1: exactly. It's a Dutch cookie. Yeah, so yeah. he had that with him, and he's to Alaskarov. We give this one to all winners. So do you want one? He's like, yeah, it's okay. So he took one, and he's and Alice looks at me and he says, "Before I bite in this, there is no marijuana in this one, right?" <laughs> So uh starts laughing, He's like no no we left we left those ones at home. He's like uh, oh, okay, cool.
0: He's <laughs> gonna test positive it's, 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 you know, Do, do they have you saw it anymore? I know. Um As, right now, I think. You know? Yeah, for a couple more months. <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, Kram looked good. Uh Saeed Nurag made up, you look great. Submits Gafrov in a minute. Looked amazing, Marcel. You know, Said's a solid fighter, man. He is seven and two in the UFC. Yeah, he's still top 15 in my eyes. You agree? <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. There are people in the top 15 who shouldn't be above it, in my opinion, you know. And honestly, I think he beat Martinez in that fight last time out. You know, it was close, but I think he, he, he should have beat him, you know. So and that's no disrespect to Martinez because he's amazing. But that's how I feel, you know. So Said actually, in my opinion, should be still ranked top 15. Yeah. Um, was Easy fight for him, I felt like you know, and no one hit on Gafurov. I thought Gafurov would have been more uh durable. You know, I, I picked a uh, side by decision, I think. Yeah, but man, Gafurov sure. pretty much gave his head away, you know, and he went from the guillotine to the ninja choke. And I don't know why they keep saying guillotine on, on the on the broadcast. Well, it's a ninja choke, it's a third ninja choke in the UFC. yeah, yeah. So, technically yeah. it's a guillotine,
0: but I, I I call it a ninja choke. It's yeah, uh, ninja. the other one was Dan Miller had one, right? I think he mm-hmm. had one that uh, jim miller's brother had one over with a daniel robert was that wait, who who do you have it over marcel you don't talk about right sorry he had dan miller had a ninja choke he had it over yeah. i don't know about
1: that school.
0: john salter that was the i one. know arnold
1: Allen that's one over metz burnell
0: and Arnold Allen. those are the i guess those are the three yeah um all right next fight here uh but comic defeats tim elliott third round submission i called submission i did call that in the podcast that was one of my better picks he was down, though, on the scorecards. He was down 2018 on two of the scorecards, so he needed this. And actually, this is the second fight in a row, Marcel, right, where he's down on the scorecards and needed a third-round finish and got it. So his last three stoppages, guys, are in the late third round, which is crazy. It's impressive. But at the same time, he's he's down the last two fights. I like Muhammad, man. Don't get me wrong, but, like, how good is he really? I'm not sure, guys. Like, he's down in these fights, and he's coming back and winning, and it's impressive, but, like, how many comebacks can you can you get in your career? What do you what do you think? Is he a future champ or is he like, you know, I is think he, not as good as maybe we thought? What do you think?
1: I think he's pretty good, but it's difficult, you know. The thing is, like when you when you fight like this against the higher ranked fighters, I think you got in trouble. You know what I mean? So, um, he's good, definitely. You know, but I need to see. It's, I need to see him against better fighters. You know, and Tim Elliott's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong, but Tim Elliott um, let him get away. You know what I mean? I think he let him get away. And Mokayev, Mokayev, really talented, very good on the ground. Uh, but he loses rounds, you know. And when you finish, it's no problem, you know. But if you don't get a finish, because imagine he doesn't finish Elliott in the third round.
0: You know, he loses. So He loses. The so, yeah, yeah,
1: and the thing is, many people want to compare him with, um, they say like, yeah, John Jones was also young and this and that. Guys, John Jones wasn't losing rounds at that moment. You know what I mean? So th- there's a difference. And I also hear, like, listen, I'm a Makai fan. Don't get me wrong. But there is a narrative right now, and it's in the UK a lot, that the UFC should get Makai of a title fight before March 24 so he can beat John Jones' record. I'm like, guys, he hasn't fought a top contender yet. You know, he has to fight a top contender before you give him a title fight. And it's not like, oh, he can beat the record so let him beat the record then we can say like you, you know what let's give Raul Rosas of Jasmine Lucindo a title okay. shot as well you know it doesn't make sense and he knows it as well he called out Cara France he called out Albazi Cup all good to me you know I, I th- don't think Albasi will accept because he wants a title fight uh Kaikara France is probably the most the, the most, uh b- the best option for him, I think, you know, yeah. to, to get the fight, because Kaikara said like, um I don't fight you unless you're in the top 10, and he likely comes in the top 10 now, so makes sense, do it, why not, Um but I think you do shouldn't have to fast track this guy, you know, I think Mokaev's super talented, but shouldn't fast track him, but I have all respect for Mokayev and uh, I think he's a, he's a very, uh, v- very talented guy.
0: Someone suggested like Nikolau, I think, earlier in the chat. That makes sense too, right? Like that's, yeah, that's also smaller good. Smaller step yeah. up, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Nice. All right, our boy Trevor Peek defeats Muhammad Yaya by decision. I, you know, the funny, I saw a funny tweet by Gravaka Hitman. It was like, what a boring use of Trevor Peak. He's not wrong. Like this Yaya guy was like, not. He didn't want to fight. He didn't want to be there. He didn't fight the way I thought he would. I thought he would obviously, you know, try to knock this guy's head off. But Like it was a smart game plan though by him, right? Like he went for grappling, he had four takedowns, he had control time, and his striking was more effective. He clearly won the fight. He won every round in my opinion. So it was like a smarter performance by him. But like also, he kind of went away from what makes him fun, you know? So I don't know. It, It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite fight. It was actually one of my least favorite fights in the card, to be honest with you. Any thoughts?
1: Yeah, I agree with you, man. It wasn't the best fight. I think Peak did what he had to do, you know. And uh, I felt like Yaya. And there's no again, no. Listen, guys, no disrespect to these guys. Just saying what I think. I think Yaya was there because he was from the United yeah. Arab Emirates, you know, yep. They wanted to have a local guy on there. He came from UAE Warriors, where he was the champion, but in my opinion, wasn't ready to be there.
0: No, he's not UFC. He's not UFC caliber. I don't, yeah. I don't think. I mean, he'll probably get one more fight, but I mean, I, I'm on. I wasn't too impressed. All right, let's get to the shit show here. Javid, Javid Basharat and Victor Henry ends in a no contest, 50 seconds in the second round. Victor Henry gets a low blow. And the, let's just talk about this. So, listen, the replay is definitely inconclusive. And now Javid's on Twitter saying, like, showing video. Javid's being an asshole, to be honest with you. I don't, I think, like, he's losing respect to the fans right now because he's, like, all over Twitter saying, like, this guy's faking it, he faked it. It's like, dude, shut up, like. I think what happened more so is like he he kicked the bottom of the cup and the cup went up and like crushed the guy's balls. According to uh, Josh Barnett who's who's Victor's coach, yeah. like his balls were the size of like a fucking mandarin. <clears throat> so they're like just exploded. And he's a little guy too, so you don't think he's he – probably doesn't have the biggest balls in general. Uh, um, doctor comes in there and says, "It didn't hit you the balls." He goes, you yeah, know what?" And he's like, it, "It didn't hit you the balls." And he's like, "No, I kicked my dick and my balls." Like I was And John Anx started freaking out. I'm freaking out at home. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Because at that moment, I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to call us a TKO win. So the thing that fucking confused me was that's what the doctor says. But So if he says that, why are they giving him the five minutes? Because it should have been a TKO, right? But it clearly you know, was a low blow, I think. Not clearly. I shouldn't say clearly. But it really appeared to be a low blow. Because, number one, Victor Henry's never been finished before, ever. He's never been to a no contest, ever. No disqual. Nothing like that. He's a tough dude. There's no reason for him to fake it. The first round was actually very close. Two of the judges had it for Javid. One had it for Henry. I thought Henry looked really good in this fight. I, like, if I had Javid at minus 600, I wouldn't have felt good about this one. Um, I think Henry's one of those guys that's really tough to fight against. I think he's a very, very solid, well-rounded, underrated fighter, you know? Um, I'm just very disappointed in this doctor, again, because the guy was, like, writhing around in pain. He couldn't even, like, stand up after. Apparently, again, we know now – he was vomiting backstage. They took him for an ultrasound. He has some. He has something wrong with his, with his balls. I feel bad for this dude, and especially because this doctor is not doing his due diligence, it's not doing his job. When this happened, I was like, man, they need to get this doctor out of here. And they and they chose not to. It's the UFC's fault. They kept around. He fucked another fight up. That's the UFC's fault. Um, I, I just hope this doctor never works the UFC event again. That's what I'll say. Any thoughts on on what happened here, Marcelo?
1: Yeah, um, I feel like and this I feel like this is always with combat sports, kickboxing, boxing, mixed martial arts. I understand that Javid is annoyed by it. I fully understand that when it happens, you know. But your coaches should be saying, Listen, dude, if this would happen to you, you wouldn't want to have the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? But then you have his coaches, Dewey Cooper, Jake Shields, for example. They are putting extra fire or, or extra oil on the fire, you know. I'm like, guys, come on. You know, um, and definitely Dewey Cooper who was screaming like he's quitting, he's faking. I was like, shut the fuck up, you know. And I have a lot of respect for Dewey Cooper, but what's really annoying to me, you know. I mean, why would you doubt Victor Henry? He he fights you, he's not known as a quitter, you know, he's a super tough guy. And it was not like Javid blasted through him in the first round, it was a close fight. I gave the first round to Javid, but I felt like it was super competitive. So uh there was no reason for for Victor Henry to fake anything. Um, listen, like I said, that he that that Javid is annoyed by it, and that he felt like looking at the footage that he didn't hit him in the nutsack, but he hit him in the in, inside of his leg. I understand that, you know, but you gotta be have the thoughts to look from the other side. You know what I mean? And to at least give him the benefit. He said in the interview he did afterwards, with Discovery Plus, that you he gave him the benefit of the doubt. But then he went full heel, probably, on, on Instagram and Twitter after that, and he got annoyed. And I was like, come on, man, I mean, why? You Plus, you don't need this, you know, you're a good fighter, you're a talented guy, you don't need it, you know? And now you're putting, like, I don't know, and also, like, a lot of his teammates are like, yeah, you're right, he's quitting. Guys, come on, man, you know, why is it so difficult for teammates to tell his other teammate like, dude, maybe you should look from the other side and i understand how you see it but on the other side maybe you slightly hit him and it and it went wrong it's possible you know it's the same thing with for example do, do you remember romanov espino you know when everybody was like Romanov was faking romanov was in the hospital for two yeah, weeks know, because he had a nerve damage you know, I know. many people still don't know that but that's the truth so I don't understand this, man. And also, like fighters, fighters get always upset when people say you're scared to fight him. But fighters do it to themselves all the time, to his opponent, you're like, yeah, you were scared. If he was scared, he wouldn't have taken the fight, you know? So it's just, listen, man, uh, Javid, great fighter. I always I always have respect for Javid, but I think he re- handles this really bad. And I also blame his coaches for this one, man. I mean, apparently, he has a lot of yes men behind him. So, I mean, come on.
0: I, I agree with everything you said. But yeah, they they, they fuck this doctor
1: and uh oh the doctor, yeah. Let's talk about that a little yeah, bit. More. Had, yeah, what, give me a what, what a blatant idiot that guy is, you know. I mean, you you come in the cage to to look how the fighter is doing, you know. I don't give a shit about your opinion if you think he is hit in the nuts or not, you know. You just ask him what what's up and what the what is what happens, you know. But this dude, he's like, No, you weren't hit there. No. You weren't hit there. What the hell, dude? It's like, it's not even your place to say that. You know what I mean? So, really, we are a doctor, and it sounds pretty much biased from the doctor by saying you were, you were, you didn't have be, been hit there. I mean, what a blatant idiot. And he showed again later that night, this is a blatant idiot, you know? So, the thing is, like, dude is a crook. He's not a doctor, you know? Yeah, he probably he probably got his degree, where Jimmy McGill got his degree in Better Call Saul, you know? He's just an idiot. Um, I hope you hear that
0: you're an idiot. You know, um, yeah, I don't care. Sucks. Yeah, uh, He, he, he was just sucks. bad. He sucks. By the way, where's this comment? Glenn he said I thought. I think Goddard chooses the refs and doctors? Could have pulled up. Probably. I know he does have a, a say because again, when they go to UA or yeah, when they go to I'm pretty sure the UFC's their own commission there, so it's the UFC's fault really. It really is. You know. Also at the press conference, I heard, Dana was very careful just to say. Always oh, inexperienced. Like, if this was in Vegas, Dana would have went freaked out. He would have. But because they were the ones who picked the guy, he didn't say shit. Uh, that's true, too. That's true, Glenn, about the, the show win. Um, just a few fights left. Cedricus Dumas defeats Abu Azatar decision. Um, I'll be honest. Fight of the night. Pardon?
1: Fight of the night.
0: Yeah. I thought Azatar entered. You know, it was so cold. Third round, it came down to that. 16 significant strikes for Azatar, 15 for Cedricus. It, it could have went either way. I thought. Did you? Just, how'd you score it?
1: As I thought, we already deserved to lose for pulling the hair at all that time. You that's, know, that's I mean,
0: oh, uh, we have to talk about that. DC. Okay, all right. Um, listen, man, I have nothing but respect for DC. Obviously, he's a double champ, a he's a legend. He's a hall of famer. But like, as a commentator, just doesn't do his homework. And the fact he was like saying, like, "Can you actually? You can't pull your hair? Like, is this a rule? Come on, man. Of course, it's a rule. It's in the unified rules. Paul Felder immediately corrected them, and then. Five minutes later he goes, Come on, guys. You know I was joking, guys. I was completely he joking. He wasn't joking at all. He didn't know the rule. And clearly the um producers were in his earpiece saying, dude, just say it was a joke. Like, because it looks bad on him. That's like saying, you know, you're in basketball and like the guy shoots a three-pointer. He's like, Oh, there's two points or something. I don't know. It's something like you, that's just a rule you should know. I, I don't really you know? know, but everyone should know that. Guys, you can't pull someone's hair because otherwise they would just grab people's hair and just like smash their face in. Like, come on. The... Is clearly a rule. Go ahead.
1: You know what it was, man? Listen, if he said that once. I would have think it's a joke, but he know. tried he, like he asked confirming. He said, like, guys, is it an actual rule? Is it, can, can you, do you know for sure that you cannot hold the hair? He was literally asking, you know, and then out of nowhere, I think he either got in his ERP something, or he yeah. was reading the comments on on Twitter, which he does often, you know. Yeah. And he was like, Guys, come on, you guys know I know the rule that you cannot pull there. Us, dude, you're now like acting like and many people were defending him on Twitter, and like, guys, you don't understand this joke. Listen, if you say it one time. For fun, it's a joke. If you ask to confirm it twice or three times, then it's not a joke anymore, you know what I mean? So it was just really weird.
0: Yeah, and I thought he threw Felder under the bus too a little bit. I thought he threw Felder under the bus. I didn't like that. Go ahead, though. What did
1: he say? What did he say?
0: Well, he was just like, come on, Paul, you know I'm joking, man. I, knew, I know better than that. Paul's like, okay. And he's it was just weird. It was very, <laughs> aw- it was very awkward. It was very, yes. very awkward.
1: But the thing is, with DC, I always say, man, great fighter, but I'm really not a fan of his commentary. And I know many people are because he makes a lot of jokes. But I, I, I want to listen, man. You you can create, uh, how do you say that, a fun uh, dynamic in the commentary booth without being an idiot all the damn time. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah, and the thing is, like, listen, I like Paul Felder. I think he's he's great, you know. Uh, John Annick had some weird things as well last night, but hey, I, I like him a lot as well. John Annick not a big fan of DC, and if in combination with Joe Rogan, is even worse normally. Um, And it has nothing to do, by the way, with Joe Rogan's political views or whatever. Because always when I say I don't like Joe Rogan anymore on the podcast, on the on the broadcast, people are like, "Yeah, you're probably not uh, okay with how." No, I don't care. You know, I'm just purely looking at commentary, listening to commentary. And it's just not it for me anymore, you know, I think Joe Rogan back in the day was amazing, you know, with Mike Goldberg and Mike Goldberg was like not really knowledgeable, man, but he was a great team with Rogan and he came much more knowledgeable at a certain moment, you know, but now with if you have any DC Rogan in the booth. Normally Anik does well and those other two are like they're at a at a barbecue party talking like crazy yeah. against each other. And listen, it's fun if I'm drunk, but I'm not drunk. I just want to I want just wanna see good fights with normal commentary. Maybe they should do like uh how do you say that? Ca- and nothing wrong with casuals, don't get me wrong. Uh do commentary for casuals and commentary for people who are watching the sport for a long time because then you can yeah. choose. Because yeah, I'm just like sometimes it's annoying and also like I, people, form an opinion on the fight based on commentary. Often, yep. you know what I mean. Yep. Don't base your points who you score it for based on commentary. Look to the uh, to the fight yourself, and if you're even smart, put commentary on a little bit lower volume. You know, so you can watch it for yourself, much better, in my opinion. But hey, who am I?
0: You're not wrong. Um, let's go to the next player. Mike Breeding, epic comeback <laughs> here in the third round. Gets Angel Jubilee. Jubilee looked really good in the first two rounds. Kickboxing look good, and then third round really started getting tired. Mike Breed started talking all this shit, walking forward, <laughs> issues him. Obviously, he would have got a bonus if he had made made, made weight. That's the thing that bothers me. He came in at one fifty nine point five. I think it does taint the win. I mean, he came in really overweight, and not only that, he came in with a staff infection. Like you're putting your opponent at risk. You're putting everyone at risk when you're doing that. Like I don't know about that, man. I get it. Like and same with due to Cover. Like these these fighters don't make much money. They have to do what they have to do for their families. I understand that, but like. The doctors and the commissions. You do a better job. Like, how do you how do you get cleared with a staff infection? Like, like I feel like that's something that's difficult to hide. You know, Um it was a great comeback though. There's no doubt about it, Marcel. He's he's. I think he saved his job in the UFC because he finished him. I think he will probably get another contract. But again, he he came at one fifty nine point five. Like it wasn't even close. I don't know. What do you think, man? You, what's your thoughts on this?
1: I think he saved his UFC career here, My, maybe. You know, by winning like that because he was 2 0 down. Um, but man, I don't know what it was with Jubilee in the third round. He either was gas or he got he got legit scared, man, for, for him like barking at him and something. He was like, this guy is nuts. You know, uh, I don't know. But Breeden did what he had to do. The only thing what he had to do was winning and uh, winning with a finish here to make sure he might get a fifth fight in the UFC. I still don't know if he gets a new contract. Definitely not with the you know, but you never know. I mean, um, Yeah, good win for him in, thir- in the third round. But the thing is, like, listen, this guy was supposed to be the star from India for the UFC. And, man, this is going to be a tough thing for the UFC to break in India because I don't think the talents are that big in India, to be really honest. You know, there are a few guys or girls. They, they signed a girl uh last week who was, like, I think she's, like, 6-2 and two or whatever. Yeah, I mean... I understand that they want to break through the indian market but i don't think it's listen, man, i got to get a lot of indian haters because there are the mma culture there is pretty big the pretty big fan base but i don't think they have what it takes you know to 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 have to to be like uh, how do you say that to, to get an event there uh definitely not with with indian fighters would who they have in the ufc they have this jubilee guy they have the girl they have Bharat Kandare, who got uh, suspended for two years i mean they had the i am Singh Buller was actually more, he was Canadian from Sikh uh, uh, heritage, you know. They had the, the other guy, KB Buller, who's not in the UFC anymore, Was also a proportional Canadian, I think. So, I don't know, man. It's like, I think it will be a really tough market for the UFC to, to get in there, definitely with, if you want to keep the quality high, because the Jubilee guy was really high. Uh, they were really high on the Jubilee guy, and that's why they gave him Breeden. Let's be honest, Breeden was zero and three. Jubilee was undefeated. They wanted to give Jubilee a good win in the UFC. You know, yeah. but he shit the bed. You know, he, yeah, he, he
0: he was up twenty eighteen. Yeah, he he's he got fraud checked. He did. You know, <laughs> he got bad cardio, and honestly, Marcel, I think his chin's kind of bad too. I think his chin is weak, so it wasn't good. Um, this is funny. Jubilee must be attacked by a dog as a kid. Yeah, he was running away. Glenn, you know what? The fight companion thing is something I've always wanted to try. I don't. I don't. We'll have to think about that. It's interesting. But it's, six, it's six hours, right?
1: <laughs> the problem is, like, I love to do it, but the thing is, like, I, yeah. at events, I work for Discovery Plus, you know, and I clip, I write uh, live blogs on the on the on the on the website, so I don't have time for it, guys. You know, yeah. and we, we, that's why. Listen. I would love to do it with Adam. Don't get me wrong. but
0: You too. But I, honestly, I'd, I'd have to get paid to do it, and I don't know who's going to pay us to do it. We'll we'll, we'll think about it, though, Glenn, because who knows me if Monster Energy sponsors the podcast. <laughs> where's, your, where's your monster? Where is it? Is it here it you? is, man. I showed going it. Come on, Hans. Let's go. Fucking sponsor us. Let's go. I, I, gotta, I don't have a price. Hans, Hans,
1: Hans, 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 Hans. I <laughs> get
0: Logan, Paul, and KSI sponsors, too. I dreams. Uh, you dream. can <laughs> you can be in
1: front of my bike. I'm not coming in front of your bike because sure, your your bike will be broken, but you can be in front of my bike, Hans, That's if you funny. want. Give us a sponsorship. Hey, man, come on.
0: Hey. All right, just three fights left. naim Naimov gets the upset win over Nathaniel Wood. He's a guy I was considering last week as a dog, one of the only guys that I thought had yeah. a chance as a dog, and I think you did too. It's just Wood was like, Wood's look good. I mean, there's no doubt, and this is a huge win for Naimov. But I will say this. I mean, how did he not get a couple points taken, or at least one point? <laughs> but, like, yeah. how many times did he grab the fence in this fight, Marcel?
1: Yeah, and he—I he, think he kicked him in the dick as well, right?
0: By the way, scotter him. If, if Monster can sponsor a bum like his, I can sponsor you. Yeah, they're going to sponsor Captain Rock, or They're going to sponsor Captain Fucking Hall. Yeah, but the, no, appar- apparently, apparently they
1: apparently they Monster make sure he got enough drinks, and he gets sure that Monster got enough potatoes. So
0: that's oh yeah, of course. Now any thoughts on this fight cuz like do you think they should have taken at least a point from this guy?
1: Yeah, they should. You know, uh lesson yeah. man, Naimov I, I I we both said he was a live dog, you know, yeah. because yeah. Naimov is pretty he's pretty decent, you know. I would He is. He's pretty good. In my opinion, Wood took this fight on short notice because he said when he he, he accepted the fight, short notice fight going to Abu Dhabi. So in my opinion, and it's never been published, and I don't know if it's true. I think Naimov was supposed to fight somebody else. I would step in, you know. It's also was really low on the card this fight. So it makes sense uh, then
0: actually why why would it be so low, right? Because it was yeah. so notice. Yeah, that so, makes sense.
1: And I think Wood didn't do a service to himself here, man. I don't think Wood looked good at all, you know, to no, be really honest. Besides the besides the falls from Naimov, I also think he didn't look good. He didn't look like a guy who should be in the top 15 or as close to the top 15. No. And that should be like, listen, this naimov guy. He won against Malarkey last time in the second round, but he lost that first round, and it didn't look really great in that fight. You know, what? short notice for him. And this one, he fights Wood as a step up, in my opinion, but he looked a lot better in this one. So yeah. for me, it's like, yeah, I, th- I think Wood pretty much uh, fucked himself here, you know? If you can fight such a good fight against Andre again in July in London, you know, which was a great fight, and then you fight like get this against Naimov, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean... Uh, we'll see what's next, but uh, good for Naimov, man. It's a good win. He got he got two solid wins against Malaki and Wood in his first two uh, UFC fights. So and yep. the funny th- the funny thing is actually that I thought that uh, Muin Gafurov was probably the better Tajik fighter when they came to the UFC, but Naimov's proving <laughs> I was wrong. You know, so
0: yeah, no, for sure. I agree with Mark. I Martin agree also. The with dirty and also yeah, three nut, the nut, nut shots as well. Defense grabs mm. would to the 120. I mean. I think at least one point. It should have been a draw. I draw would have been fair, personally. It just kind of sucks. it's a loss because of the ref not taking points? Um, next fighter, Victoria Dudakova defeats Jenny Fry. Decision. I mean, this fight was shit. Let's be honest. This fight sucked. I like Dudakova. I mean, she missed weight. That wasn't a good look, but, you know, she's so young. She's still... She she's,
1: shouldn't have fought.
0: Because of the staff infection. That's another fight, so She right? She
1: said she had an... And places where well, that she couldn't make public, so she either had it well.
0: in her butt
1: or in a genitalia or something, you
0: know. Well, that's when you say genitalia. That's the word you use on the podcast, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah. I can say I can say, it, I can say it a pussy if you want, but I mean, <laughs> uh, but she had it in places, the, and she said it popped during the fight on her back. Is like super nasty, you know. And yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. What can you say about it? It was not a good no, fight. I agree, I, feel, no. I feel bad for Jen. You know she lost harder, She's not UFC caliber. She, she 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 will be cut. It's only just. It sucks it really that she saves. got like, in my opinion, two decisions against her. Definitely one against Vanessa Demopoulos that she should have won. The guy the one against Elise Reed. I can see they're going to Reed. I think it was a close fight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's like just not. You know what I mean? And uh yeah.
0: Two and six record in the UFC just like, and her two wins were over girls that are cut Gloria DePaul and Ashley Yoder, they're on the roster. She's getting cut. She just here's the thing. She actually like won the second round and then like she was frozen the third round. It's like her muscles yeah. like. Just, like but she couldn't do anything, like I, I, she a lot of muscle, with, right? I think that's what happened. What, yeah,
1: what I mean? feel like both girls in the third round they didn't do anything was, a lot, you know. Fight the thing was terrible, is, like, dude, this fight was, was at least pressuring, and that won her the third round pretty much, you know. So,
0: yeah, this fight this fight shouldn't have been in this card. This should, this is an apex yeah. fight, this should have never been on the pay per view card. I agree, I agree with Zach too. She's a, she's a 105er, they, <clears> they need to bring that division in, especially if you know, 140. I think 145 is done, right? Because Big Norm is dropping at 135, so I think it's done. Uh, was it one more, fight? oh yeah, last fight, and again, I talked about this, I love the fact they put this fight first, because I think it gets, this, like I would like them to start doing this more, like you put a really exciting fight first, Shara Magomedov against Bruno Silva, Shara wins the decision, Um, I, I thought it was a, a pretty good fight, now there's two, there's two tales in this fight, number one, Shara's striking is ridiculous, I mean his, his, his his kicks were insane, leg, like low, high, body kicks, like amazing, and then he has shit, Takedown defense, like terrible. What was oh, Bruce was three for seven, but I mean, it was just he couldn't get up. He, he could, he was completely on the back. He had a closed guard, he wasn't attempting to get up. He definitely won the fight, sure. There's no doubt because he did more damage. That's what the name of the game is, even but like, yeah, even from the bottom. But like, again, Marcel, if he fights you know, someone like a Brendan Allen. I don't think that goes too well for him, you know, personally. So I think he got, I think he got kind of exposed here as a you know, a good striker. with – Terrible takedown defense. I don't know.
1: What do you think? I feel the same way because Bruno Silva is mostly a striker, you know, and he took him down at ease. I feel, yeah, I I picked the decision last week, you know, uh, because I was like Bruno, super tough to finish, you know. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, The thing is, like, also. Shara, after the after the fight, he got the interview, and they asked him about his, his right eye. Like, do you don't can't you see uh, through it? He's like, I can see through my right eye, but it's not great. You know, it's pretty much like Michael Bisping. He said, so um, yeah. I mean, it was listen, man. Overall, that that's a good debut. You fight Bruno Silva in your debut in the UFC, and you win. I think it was a good debut. But the thing is, like, people will probably talk about his bad takedown defense and yeah the takedown defense was really bad It wasn't there you know so if he fights a ground fighter or a wrestler he might be in trouble but we'll see you know we'll see who they match him up with next but i think like with this guy probably styles make fights if they if they give him a guy in the top 15 who's a striker he has a good chance but if you give him a guy in the top 15 who's outside the top 15 who's a good grappler he might have a problem you know what i mean so we'll see
0: I, I don't disagree. Like even if it felt like Andre Beniz, like I think that's kind of a tough fight just because of the grappling, right? But we'll see. I yep. mean the guy's the guy's striking good. There's no doubt.
1: Uh, Moniz is booked against John Young Park, you know. So, but actually, uh, I think John
0: Young Park will win that fight. I really like John Young Park. Yeah,
1: Park, like it. I said yeah. two podcasts ago, remember when John Young Park and Down Jung came in the UFC and we were both like, Yeah, the Down Jung guy is really good. It's actually John Young Park is really good. You know? Yeah, I know
0: you're, you're right. Like, it's, it's funny how it works. By the way, this comment's funny. You can't see a single leg coming because that no eye side. Jeez. That's 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 that when uh true. You're going to hell, brother. But uh, it's funny. <laughs> Marcus, I, you know what, Marcus? Before you even ask this, I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, you know, we got to answer Marcus's question. Great question, Marcus, as always. Who stock dropped the most? It's I would amazing. say, who do you think? Who do you think?
1: That's Falkenowski.
0: I think that's... it is, too. I hate saying it, but I think it yeah. is. Because this is why you do need a team to kind of rein you in a little bit, right? Because he gets the phone call and immediately he was like, he's like, I accepted immediately, right? But like, really, he probably should have sat down and been like, okay, what's the benefit versus the risk here? Because the benefit is you're getting a title shot. The benefit is you're getting paid. But the risk is you lose. The risk is you get knocked out. The risk is you never fight for that title again. The risk is you never get a rematch. Because I think had he said no, I don't think UFC would have held it against him at all. They would have been like, okay, that's fair, you know? He, he, he could say, like, I'm
1: still pr- pretty much recovering from my hand injury. I yeah. need more time.
0: Yeah. By the way, something interesting. Dana White said that air is going to be the next title shot instead of uh, Gaethje. Mm-hmm. Gaethje says it's going to be him. I'm, I'm okay with this because he, he earned it kind of right but um i'm a little surprised though because i thought Dana would be pissed because he pulled out with that with that cut but i guess because folk saved the card and i think Dana said the, the the card actually sold better with the new fights that Dana's is not pissed at him but i thought that was kind of interesting but yeah i'm with you marcel as far as like who stock went up the most like we should talk about that too like there's a few guys on the card but like um i would say like like Saeed and Ikram probably like those two guys. Like I really like them both anyways. There's actually not a lot of guys that like exceed expectations. I think Naemov's probably one of them, you know. But again, he cheated too. <laughs> and then Breeden too, but like again he missed weights, and like uh eh, who knows, right? Anyways, I think that's good. Um yeah, I, I think we're good with that, Marcel. Anything else yeah. you want to talk about for this card? Anything else you wanna say?
1: I think we we talked about everything on this card, man. I think it was a kind of a weird card, but um yeah, I mean it was eventful. It was weird. Some weird things happened. Uh, some. Out of ten, fun. what would
0: you rate it? Out of ten. Mm.
1: Listen, man. If I only could go with the main card, I would probably give it a seven point five. But I think the prelims as well in it. I give it a six, six point five. Uh I
0: hate to say it, but I think I think a six too. You know, and I hate to say it because you know, I, I, going into it, I, I thought the card was amazing, but it, it, to me, because of the no contest, because of the bad doctors. um, Maybe yeah, maybe, I think a, everything in, maybe, yeah. maybe a seven maybe a seven, but it's it's around that. Area. It's just it wasn't the best, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I don't know, Marcel. Anything else you want to say? You're good.
1: I'm good, guys. I only want to say like, please stay stay tuned for the next podcast where we're going to talk a little bit about upcoming fights. You can ask random questions, Q and A, uh, and yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay, we'll end this podcast now, guys. You know, like, share, subscribe do all that stuff. We're gonna end this one right now. We'll we'll do a short one just now, just doing Q and A and everything. But yeah, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. boy. appreciate everyone joining in. I will say this too: we're going to uh, be back next. I think probably next Monday we'll do the preview for the next card, Brazil card, Sao Paulo, and uh, yeah, it should be good. Just a couple more questions. I'll get really quick. Can Bull get cleared to, <laughs> in the U.S. to fight? I don't know. I mean, because he has that assault right that he, he committed right, so I don't know if it would what is. What I'm is i, I mean, assuming he can't. I I, I could be wrong. But like Trevor, to be fair, Trevor Peak also has an assault charge and he talked about this and he got he got his probation lifted like early and got the fly. I don't know if you heard that, because he no. he talked he's talked he's been open about that. I think he okay. you know he was a little shit when he was younger, let's be honest. But uh, you know, a guy that's turned his life around. And then the other question was if palm's at rematched Ikro, what was the opening line? ID? Probably like minus two hundred, I would say. Oh, you're talking about the eye? Sorry, sorry, Zach. I don't know. I don't know. If it's the glass eye, is that what it is? Is it like this thing? Is he a glass says he eye? can still
1: see through it, but not a lot. That's what he said. So I don't know.
0: This is another great question. Is there buzz for Francis Fury? I don't see it at all. I don't hear anyone talking about this fight. I'm not in the boxing community, but I forgot this was last week until someone mentioned it yesterday, awesome. I saw
1: that on the parting shot podcast. You guys are like, Oh, is it next week?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. By the way, this is a good question. Is Trevor Peaks or comment? He's like the new age poor man's map brown. I would say so because Matt did evolve as a fighter, but again Matt's a legend. Matt, you know when you talk about Hall of Famers, is Matt Brown a Hall of Famer, right? Like that's another guy that, you know. Yeah. That, I don't know. Like is Jim Miller? Yes. Yeah. So is Matt Brown maybe because he's got the most out.
1: I, I love Matt Brown, man. I think he's great. So
0: Yeah, uh, me too. All right, guys, we're gonna end this one. We're we're gonna start a new one up here in just a minute. We'll fire it up. Appreciate everyone joining in. Hope you guys had a, a great time. And uh we do too. Talk to you guys in a minute. If not, we'll be back next week. Bye.